a famous horror villain. How would they play a prank on April Fool's Day? Are we going? Is this the real thing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> are we on? Are we live? <laughs> test, test. Oh, we're, we're live? Thinking, thinking. I'm processing like a computer. Mark, why don't would you, you like lead like us off? Yeah, first? why don't you yeah, go and yeah, start yeah. us okay. off? Are you guys familiar with the movie Tourist Trap? Yes. Okay. So in that movie, it is about a roadside uh, waxworks animatronic uh, attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, the proprietor of the shop is taking people's souls and putting them into these mannequins. Of course. Now, I think it would be hilarious if he took his mannequins on the road and went to a department store, oh. set them up overnight, and then proceeded to kill all the store clerks and everybody that comes in the shop. Anyways, I think that is how that particular villain the, might play a prank. I don't know if the mannequins can actually kill anybody in that movie. I think they just kind of talk and freak you out. They move. I remember one had a knife. It's got a knife. Right. It must be the murderer. <laughs> but hey, you're sitting there. You're trying to try on a new tank top, and it starts yelling at you. You're putting that on some like chinos, pretty... and he's all like, hey, hey, fatty, get over here. You're like, what the hell? I've got a knife in my pocket. <laughs> Do they have pockets? <laughs> Is that Depends a knife, or are you jeans. just happy to see Well, me? Mark, I... Are they skinny jeans? That's, that's, a, that's a deep cut, and I appreciate that. But no, <laughs> you don't like it. I think I'd be okay. I think okay if the mannequins talked. I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever, dude. I think okay. it was good. It's better than the nothing I've been able to come up with. That's okay. true. Is killing too far? No, definitely not. I feel like for an April Fool's Day, that's a little bit too far. Well, based on Slaughter High, yeah. disfigurement, okay. Killing. Well, we need to we need to talk about whether Slaughter High actually has anything to do with April Fool's Day, or that's just a subtle random coincidence. Or if they even know what a prank is, <laughs> <laughs> I pranked them to death. Yeah. What do you got, Garrett? I don't know. Why would these people prank anybody? Because they're getting in the holiday spirit. The holiday spirit the of April, April Fool's, Fool's Day. holiday spirit, yo. You know, Walgreens has got a whole line of cards. We see stores start decorating in December for it. That's it. Whew. Do you guys celebrate April Fool's Day? No. No. Because We're pranking people is kind of a fucking yeah. shit thing to do. I, I mean, like it's okay to, to like joke with people, but like if you're like really fucking with people with elaborate pranks, what's the point? I like to imagine that maybe all these horror villains work in some sort of office situation and they're just doing really... Uh, benign office pranks you know they're replacing the sugar with salt and just all that kind of Ooh. shit think cabin in the woods type um except you know imagine michael myers or jason have to go in and punch a clock you know and freddy krueger's like oh here's some sugar and it's fucking salt i don't know i like it it's really uh, pg but that's what i'm imagining there and they all hate their jobs of course right because they work in an office who would be the boss i wonder lucifer maybe no. yeah west craven Vincent Price. oh, oh there okay. you go well, if anything, this has proven me that life's a joke. <laughs> this has also proven me that we have some hits and some misses on our cold <laughs> opens. Dark. <laughs> hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk podcast. Again, joined by John and Garrett. Fellas, how are we doing today? Doing okay. Better than the kid in this movie we're about to review. Poor Marty. Yeah, Marty, that's his name. Marty Ranson. Uh, are we not going to talk about how it took me 45 minutes to find my keys this morning? Tell me <laughs> about it. What they happened? were literally right next to my bed the whole time. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought we were going to record uh, earlier than we were, and so I was like, oh, I got to hurry, I got to hurry. Couldn't find my keys. Texted like 10 people. Have you seen my keys? Did I leave them here? Did they here? And everyone's like, no, man, I can't find them. And I was like... This is driving me crazy. I'm losing my shit. And then I'm sitting on my bed going, like, I got to go. I got to call Mark and see if he can give me a ride. And I look up, and there they are. And I was like, sweet. So Maybe it was a ghost April Fool's prank. Maybe it was, there you go. That's my April Fool's. Ghosts just hide my keys in places in that I petunias. can easily see them. <laughs> I'm doing good other than that. That's good. I've had some instances where the thing I'm looking for is literally in my hand. Oh, Have you ever done that one? Oh, have you looked I've for never your, done that. Have you looked for your glasses only to realize you were wearing them? Yep. Yeah, been there. Or I go to adjust my glasses and they're not even on my face. <laughs> oh, love that I've one. I've done that one too. Wow. All right. Well, I got some news for you today. We're the, getting married. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the third Annabelle film has been announced. Another one? Yes. Oh, like you didn't know that was going to happen. They'll keep making these till it's not profitable. But I didn't anymore. know Annabelle would be where they're going to go. I knew they'd be more conjuring. Annabelle films. nine. Annabelle goes to Manhattan. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be dope. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to catch a show. She'll go to space eventually. <laughs> box somebody on a roof. It's going to be awesome. Uh, this one's going to center around the Warrens' youngest daughter. Um, it's going to be uh, Judy, and it's going to be terrorizing her and her teenage babysitters. 
that will start filming soon. I mean, that's a tried and true plot right there nah, for a yeah. horror film. All it right. is interesting they're bringing it back to to kind of meet up with the Conjuring timeline again, right? Because yeah. Annabelle Creations, when did that one take place? That was in the past. Like uh, before the first one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they went back and then further back, and now it's back to whatever, 1970 yeah, so or whatever? The Annabelle was a prequel. Then there was a prequel to a prequel. I guess now they're looping it around to being somewhere in the real Conjuring timeline. Well, they're really giving me confidence that they know what they're doing with this franchise. Oh, for <laughs> sure. You know, but Annabelle Creation was actually pretty good. I stand by that. So I actually did watch but, Annabelle Creation, and it's it's uh, not bad. It's not yeah. great, but yeah. it's not... Compared to some of the other yeah. Conjuring universe movies we've seen recently... Or the original Annabelle? Pretty, yeah. I, you know what? Yes, that movie was kind of shit, but they had some <laughs> scary parts. So. so Conjuring, Conjuring 2, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, and The Nun. So... You guys saying Annabelle Creations worth a watch? Maybe I'll go check it out, yeah. and then I don't know. We hold out hope that maybe they pull it off a third time. Could be? Are uh, they? Wait, aren't they making like another one, like the Slippery Man or something like that? Yes, the I always call it the Bendy Man, but it's the Crooked, crooked Man. Yeah. Crooked? No, not the Slipper. Okay, <laughs> Slippery Man's a whole different type of movie. <laughs> yeah. So the Crooked Man still coming out at some point. Okay. I'm excited for the Nun too. Back in the Habit. <laughs> oh my! Whoopi's gonna sue your ass for that joke right there. She better make a cameo. <laughs> better. How good are, we need that. I would crossover. love that movie so much more if it was actually Whoopi. Oh, yeah, uh, that'd be dope. They're remaking uh, that movie. Whoopi's what movie? Really? Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't they? Because nothing's sacred. Yeah. Nothing is. It's just announced. So breaking news. Speaking of things, breaking and news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's talks of a Halloween TV series in the works. There's always talk of a TV series when anything gets popular with the movies. Yeah. There's always like, we can make it a TV series. Now, whether that actually comes to the light of day, you, you never know. Or but if it's any good, makes it more than a week. Have you guys watched the Purge TV show? Not nope. yet. Okay. I yeah, really I haven't, haven't had any interest to turn yeah, it on. I have no desire to either, but I do mean, that, that's the kind of thing. You never know. That was in talks for a while also, so. Yeah. Well, this says that they've had this idea for a long time, um, but they really didn't want to step on the, the theatrical toes of the film, so they just kind of kept it off. Now they're like, the fuck books. it, let's step on those toes. Um, I think from from what I'm reading here, they kind of saw that television seems to be getting better, you know, with like Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, things like that. Yeah, it depends on where they're going to air, right? If they're putting this shit on CBS, it's or not going to be good. Or yeah. something like that. I mean, you can do some stuff, but you're still limited by the fact that you're in the TV genre. I mean, I hate to say this. I mean, I love Breaking Bad, for example, but we started to really suffer about towards the end of that with the TV format of, you know, but you can't give away too much too fast because we got to fill out a season or, you know. They did, and then splitting it in half and making us well, wait that, a year. That was, that was actually a fair trade. They basically were like, we need another season. And they were like, we don't have another season. They're like, you've got to give us something. He's like, I'll add a little bit and break it into two. There you go. But again, you know, with anything, I don't know. I just, I am not a fan of TV. I'm just not a fan of the TV format, but that's just me. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out. I understand your 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 issue with the TV format. Like you said, they can bloat things out. You know, Definitely. they have a really good idea, and then it runs it into the ground. Look, Walking Dead, for example. Ugh. Pretty much all Netflix shows, it feels like, have like ten or nine episodes worth of things, and they're like, we got to hit thirteen. All right, pat so, it out near the middle there. I yeah. would love to know how many ideas get brought to studios as movies, or possibly a two part movie, and then the studios like, um, we'd rather do it as a TV show. Can you break this into a TV show? And then it gets written out and gets kind of bloated. And I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see the numbers on that because I feel like it's a lot of good ideas that would make a really great two to three hour movie that get dragged out into nine to ten episode seasons. And you're just like, there's so much fucking filler here. So many ideas would probably benefit from the mini movie format yeah. they used to do on TV. I was just thinking you know? that, like how the original It was. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or the stand movie. Not everything needs to be 13 episodes. We're also seeing an increase in like six episode seasons. You know, so maybe maybe people are learning that lesson and they're like tighten some of this up. I mean, British TV has been doing it forever. Yes. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. have like set things like we're only going to do three seasons and that's it. And it's like, cool. So they have like, here's how we're going to pace it for three seasons. I think American TV where it's like, I don't know, you could do one, you could do 12 seasons. We'll find out year by year. That's yeah, the whole milking, <laughs> yeah. milking a dry thing. I don't think it's that flippant, but definitely, you know, once the money starts running in, I mean, and, and as a creative person, you know, you can also be like, oh, I'd love to explore this character more. And you have the opportunity to do that. You're not going to, like, not want to do that. But And then you're like, what if we bring in a baby? Because that's helped so many television shows. <laughs> We're looking at you, Growing Pains, Full House, <laughs> Wonder Years. <laughs> Every show that goes past, I don't know, five seasons. Um, also, we've got the Child's Play reboot. We haven't touched on it in a while. And but we won't, nor should we. 
Let it die a terrible death. (laughs) There has been some announcements. We've got some cast uh, actors, and uh, we saw our first image of Chucky. What do you guys think? No, we saw an image that was not Chucky. (laughs) I'm really angry about this, listeners, in case you can't tell. I am really upset about this. It's just, it it, it looks very plain. There's no emotion. And from the image at all, the face doesn't look like it's going to move. You know, I'm sure it'll move. I'm sure it's going to be CG. I'm sure it'll move. But at the same time, it's just the concept is such a deviation from what made these characters, even those characters. And it's like, I mean, what's so what do you think the the motivation for Chucky is going to be at this point? Because he was trying to get Andy to put his like him back into the human body because he had to tell the first person he told because the voodoo curse. If he's an A.I., the fuck? I mean, he wants what? to be a real boy. It's a Pinocchio story. Oh my god, that's actually probably accurate. You know what? I you might have just hit the nail on the head. <laughs> it's like a, probably uh, so. I don't. I don't know why they're doing this. I mean, the idea is not bad, but call it something else. Yeah, it could be any number of things. But I know they're trying to just cash in on the title, and of course they're muddy in the waters with the normal, the original creators. What doing, is it, John Mancini? Yeah, they're doing the television show also. So it's just like this doesn't help anybody. I don't think. Um, does the addition of Audrey Plaza add any allure to this? No. Great actress. Yeah. Don't see how she's going to increase Bad material. This yeah. 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 There's some, there's some good people attached. And the thing is, is like, I would love to love this project, but it's sugar on shit. You can't, <laughs> you just, I just don't understand how you can take away the voodoo aspect of it, put an AI in there and then still have the same stakes available to the, to the robot or to the, the puppet or the first person he tells. Yeah, and it's not a it's not child's play at that point. Yeah, it's something completely different. It's a, it's a money grab. Fuck it. I also tried out the VR experience, The Exorcist Legion. Oh, any good? Not really. <laughs> I'll post some video on our page. Uh, the the it's it's buggy, it's annoying to play, and it's about twenty minutes long. I spent seven dollars. It's episodic. Oh. Kind of like the Telltale games are. Uh, Your know, Telltale's out of business now. Yes, they are. There's that a, was announced. It's unfortunate. Unrelated, but <laughs> but uh, don't waste your money. Each episode is uh, seven ninety nine, six ninety nine, something like that on the PlayStation Store. I think you'd end up spending like forty five bucks to get you know an hour's worth of content. And there's just better, scary VR stuff out there. So this is your warning. Go watch a video of it. Don't experience it. This whole episodic slash season pass bullshit video games are pulling now. That's a real horror. It's actually, it makes sense for certain projects, but because it makes a, a certain projects financially viable. But I understand. I prefer a whole product at one given time. That's why I don't like TV. Like, yeah. it's like, I don't want to wait. Like, honestly, I'm old. I just want to go buy a box and fucking put it in my computer and play it. But anyway, you know, like you mentioned Telltale. That was a, a series that, you know, I've loved the first couple entries, you know, the two seasons of Walking Dead and then the um, Wolf Among Us was really good. Um, the but Borderlands I, one was dope. Anyway. But I would wait till the whole thing comes out. Yeah. Because I don't want to wait forever to finish it. I might lose interest, move on to something else, you know? That's true. So I generally just wait till every chapter is out and then play it. Video Game Talk, the podcast. Yeah. So Slaughter High, <laughs> supposedly edited and ready to watch, though some may argue otherwise. Yeah. I enjoyed Slaughter High. Where are you going with this? Start telling <laughs> me what the back of the box is, Mark. You know, you know the template. <laughs> All right. Today we're doing Slaughter High from 1984. I thought it was, was when it was filmed, and then it came out in uh, 1986. Well, then why even tell us 84? <laughs> so because it I just felt like it. Also, in the in credits, it says 1985. <laughs> I watched the whole credits. I saw that, and I was like, well, what is this? So it was a little confusion. Anyway. It came out in the 80s. This one's directed by George Dugdale, Mark Ezra, and Peter Litton. It's uh, a good sign when there's three directors on one movie. Right. Uh, critical Rotten Tomato score of 0% out of five reviews. That's a little harsh. Uh, audience review is 33% out of 2,548 <laughs> reviews. All right, 33. That sounds about right. That's, That's where I'd have right, pegged it. Yeah. Uh, stars Carolyn Monroe as Carol, Simon Scudamore as Marty, Carmine Lanicani as Skip, Donnie Yeager as Stella, Gary Martin as Joe, Stella, Bi- Billy Hartman as Frank, Michael Saffron as Ted. Josephine Scandy as Shirley, Sally Cross as Susan, Kelly Baker as Nancy, John Segal as Carl. 
most of these characters run together to me. I don't think I could separate no. any of them and tell you which is I which. I could tell you who was the teacher who seduced them, the kid in the beginning. <laughs> She's not a teacher. She's just oh. a 37-year-old high school student. And who is Marty? That's it. The rest of them are just there to die. That's exactly right. Um, interestingly enough, Harry Manfredini did the music. He's the same fellow that did the music for Friday the 13th. There you go. Here's what the back of the VHS box has to say about this one. I'm amped. There's horror in the halls, lynching in the lunchroom, murder in the metal shop. Welcome to Slaughter High, where the students are dying to get out. Marty was the nerd everyone made fun of. All the jocks and pretty girls teased, taunted, and tortured him mercilessly. Things went too far when one of their jokes backfired, disfiguring Marty for life. It's five years later, and Marty is throwing a reunion for all his high school friends, in quotes. Does he have a surprise for them? The prom queen, the jock, the class clown, the busybody, the rebel, and a few select others have all been invited to Marty's Gala of Gore. Five years ago, Marty got mad. Now he's going to get even in one riot of a reunion. Jeez, that's a long kind of random description. There's alliteration in the advertisement. Yeah. So let's talk about this trailer because this is what sold me on this movie. Like I was like presented with this trailer because I was like, I was given a couple names. I was like, well, what is that movie? We put the trailer on and it starts out with Marty Ranson was a duck. And like, that's the first line in the trailer. And I was like, sold. I was like, if you're going to actually like lead with that, I'm into whatever you got. I yeah. like dorks. What do you got? Well, and the box doesn't, the other back of the box makes no, like, it doesn't hide the fact that these are just cliches. You got your prom queen, your jock, your class clown. That's all you need to know. It's a bunch of cliches are going to die. Yeah. That's, uh, it, it's pretty great though. It's your typical 80s kind yes. of slasher flick, you know. I imagine got, the guys, you know, typing this, the, the copywriter, you know, he's got a cigarette hanging from his lip, probably a plate with some cocaine. He's like, it's fucking gold. It's gold. I've got it. Why is everyone on cocaine that writes scripts in your world? Because it's the 80s in Hollywood. Everyone some was just, on cocaine. Some people just want to write like crazy ass stories, man. Yeah. Well, As a race, we were all collectively on cocaine. Yeah, yes. I'm telling you. How do you think we made it through the Didn't 80s? Did you see Scarface? Everyone was on cocaine. That's not a documentary. I hate to break it to what? you. So this film centers around the holiday of April Fool's. Now, originally this film was called April Fool's Day, but they changed the name because of the other April Fool's (laughs) Day movie that came out starring Biff Tannen. Yes, Biff Tannen. They did Um, not do their research. And it was actually, April Fool's Day was actually Marty Ranson's birthday in the movie as well. So it has another significance. That's right. Whenever he's he's in the shower, there's like, today's my birthday. And she's like, today's your birthday. No, she stops and breaks character and kind of goes, wait, today's your birthday? And everyone's kind of like, keep it going. And she's like, oh, boy. I mean, they came with like a whole film crew for this intro scene. They had a boom mic. They had like, it was insane. We needed to implicate every single character that they cast. (laughs) Yes. They had a a track and field javelin that they were poking him with. so real quick, let's just t- let's open this up. So it starts out with uh, this really hot 37-year-old um, high school student convincing Marty Ranson, who is clearly 80 stereotypical, like... Yeah, you're Revenge of the Nerds Just type, dork yeah. beyond. Like, I mean, he is like, you know, in the 80s, it was, it was almost like... It's just like the most stereotypical, like... Pocket protector, big glasses, the whole caricature, deal. Caricature, yeah. And um, she's going to take him to the locker room, and she's going to have sex with him, supposedly. And she gets him in there. And he's getting undressed, and she calls in all her friends, and they're going to, like, surprise him. And they hook a car battery up to, with wet floors, they hook a car battery up to a metal, like, Yeah, they're, they're oh, they, evil. They straight totally. up commit crime to this poor kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is assault and battery? And, yes. like, rape? I mean... <laughs> so what are they well, doing? I don't know if it's rape, but it's definitely, like, it's pretty rough. I think, well, maybe not in the 80s. Sexual I don't know, assault. Right. Yes. Yeah, sexual assault, sexual for sure. Assault. Yes. They strip him nude. <laughs> They spray him with water, like a like a hose of some kind. Well, she right? turns the shower on, and then they open up the um, the shower curtain door. He's butt ass naked. We yeah. get that eighties dick, like right. And they're in the just beginning chanting, "Where's the peen?" Yeah, where's the beef? <laughs> beef. Oh. Where's the beef? Where's, where's the, the peen? <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, man, peen was around in the eighties. All right, where's this is where beef? it originated from. They're they're poking at him with a, a track and field javelin. They're where's spraying the him beef? with beef. There's an eighties reference. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. They're dated. spraying a fire extinguisher at him. That's what it was. Yeah. And then they pick him up. Two guys pick him up, flip him upside down, and give him a swirly. And their faces are like inches away from this dude's ass. Like they have no, like there's no um, personal space. They weren't no, worried about it. They had to give him a, a dunk him in the toilet, man. And nice. the movie gives us full frontal nudity on yeah. this guy too. Oh, well, they right open that the shower door. curtain. It's like '80s dick. There you go, <laughs> ready to go. Just 
anyway, so that was how it started, and it's just downhill from there. And then Marty gets dressed and like goes to the lab, and like right. the coach comes in and catches everybody, right, and makes yeah. them do push-ups. Well, he, he says, you guys, 345 after school, you're coming to the gym. That's their detention. Yeah, and he's like, well, time to get back to the lab and go to work. And it's like, go dude, home, he, Yeah, dude. he should have gone home. You had a shitty day. I mean, I guess maybe he's used to it at this point, but which is even sadder because I don't know if you guys know, but the guy who played Marty Ranson, Simon, he committed suicide like right like yeah, before the, the film released. Yeah. And like the guy in the jester mask is like one of the directors, like in the jester mm. mask playing the role because he was dead. And it was like they're not sure if like the role like took a toll on him or not or something like that. But man, it's kind of it's even crazier to think about that. It's like, wow, that's yeah. pretty rough. Brutal. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it down. Yeah, like, like, it's, we keep, we keep talking that. about like how like all this stuff happened to him, and it's like, man, you know, you got to wonder what kind of toll that takes on someone. It definitely punctuates the film a little more. Yeah. Um, but the the punishment does not fit the crime. What you got to go to the gym and basically just like do some exercises, and that coach is an abusive, like yeah. mentally destructive asshole. Those were the worst pushups I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, those girls weren't doing real pushups. They were, like, I'm not going to lie. the ground. That, I mean, hey, you know. I will say I think the coach did the best acting in the film. Yeah, he's the only one who acted. That's not saying much, though. No, I know. So this is the gang, huh? How long has this motley crew been in existence, huh? Can anybody tell me? Come on, come on. What do you have to do to become a member of this elite hit squad? Be tough? Are you tough, Frank? No, coach. No, coach. Am I tough? Yes. Yes, coach. Yes, coach. Good. He's just like, get over here. You're too ugly. You're too fat. No one likes you. You maybe you're a gearhead. And it's like, yo, calm down, man. (laughs) These are high school kids who look 46. (laughs) But they're also abusive, so maybe. In any normal world. Maybe violence begets violence. Maybe that's the message of the film. Oh. Okay. Maybe they're passing it down. That's deep. Wow. Um, any normal uh, group of friends would probably be done picking on the poor nerd at this no. point. This was just the beginning. But no, it isn't. In fact, one of the characters, Stella, says, it's his fucking fault that we got caught. It's yeah. like, how is it his fault? So one oh, of they them... victim blamed right out the gate. I know. It's like... <laughs> they're, not even out of the, they're not even out of the, the shower locker room when they say that. She's like... Fucking Marty Ranson, it's his fault. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, this may be the most unlikable cast of characters we've had to follow <laughs> around yet in an episode, to be honest. And we had to follow the others. <laughs> yeah, I was rooting for Marty, man. Kill them all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, okay, let's, let's stop before there because Marty makes a lot of life choices <laughs> that I got to question because, A, first off, let's let, are we not going to talk about the fucking like forearm-sized condom that he whips out in yeah, the shower? Even- and it, like he unwraps it holds it like he's looking at it like an umbrella. The thing is, is like as long as his forearm, I'm like, no, come on, dude. Let's yeah, be reasonable here. He must have bought here. that from like a comedy prop store, dude. It's a body condom. So my assumption is that Marty is doing what he thinks he's supposed to be doing. Of course. You know what yeah, I mean? He's going through these motions like, oh, I got to act all bravado. Like I've been late all True. the time. And it's the 80s. That was like the motif back then. Yeah, because, so. you know, one wrong move and maybe she's going to change her mind. I would have liked to seen it start a little bit earlier to see how did she even convince him to get that far? Because when we start, they're already on the way to the woman's locker room. Like any self-respecting nerd would be like, you're tricking me right now. This is <laughs> definitely a trick. As a self-respecting nerd, I can tell you, yes, yeah. you clue in real quick of like, you know what? This does not smell right. Yeah. <laughs> the way this movie props Marty up as the dork, there's no way that this group of people haven't targeted him before. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this isn't the first time this has happened to poor Marty. I'm sure this is his fourth uh, pantsing and swirly yeah. this week. But again, we're back into Marty's decision making, which <laughs> let's, okay, so after he gets attacked in the, uh, the, the shower yeah. he goes to the lab which is literally the room next door to the ladies locker room right. well don't they give him the weed first well yeah they give him they give him some weed to smoke <laughs> which wasn't even a, i guess assume was a fake joint because he like coughs and throws it down and it like puts po- it out it was like a poison joint they made for this guy <laughs> yeah, they try to poison the man <laughs> so yeah so two of them like sneak away from detention and the teacher's just like where are these two? Oh well none of my concern and they're passing a poison joint to marty who once again, poor decision making is like, thanks, friend. I'll take these drugs. Thanks, from guys you. who just attacked me in the shower. I can trust you. Yeah. And so then he's, he only takes it, he puts it in his pocket, and then he goes to the lab. 
where his life just gets immeasurably worse. Well, I guess the the skip or the class clown character throws a brick through the gym window in front of nine witnesses. (laughs) And somehow the coach doesn't know it was him. He's like, hey, somebody threw a brick through the window. Uh, Go get him. It's like (laughs) lawlessness, man. So So that gives him the opportunity to leave the gym where he's supposed to be doing his detention Uh. workout. He goes into the lab and then mixes a bunch of chem- chemicals together and leaves it's, it for Marty to find. He pours what looks like cocaine, but I think it was supposed to be like another chemical, like into like Marty is in a like a high school like chemistry lab, right? And well stocked, and everything. Yeah, it's oh. well stocked, and there is a extremely tall shelf with a huge, <laughs> massive bottle of nitric acid perilously on the very top corner edge of this, and you see him reach for it a couple times, and it's like wobbling, and the whole thing looks like it's about to fall. So again, imagine the lawsuits after this, bro. That's why the school must have shut down. Marty, <laughs> maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe I got to be honest. Why. I can't imagine that there would not be some sort of lab proctor or teacher present anytime there's a student in that lab <laughs> with giant vats of natri- nitric acid. Wouldn't you keep the acid locked away? You well, don't there's, just, there's no teacher right. that's going to like, hey, yeah, it's cool. Put it on the top shelf. <laughs> no, he literally has to reach above his head <laughs> on his tippy toes to grab this jug size bottle. Maybe OSHA didn't exist in the 80s. I don't know the history of OSHA, but maybe they didn't have any kind of safety. OSHA aside, common sense dictates, hey, acid, maybe not on the top shelf. Yeah. But anyway, so he, the um, class clown, who's really yeah. not that funny. No. no, he's terrible. Sneaks in, puts some chemicals in Marty's uh, chemistry thing. He goes in there. Marty's mixing stuff after trying to get high. A lab explosion happens. It blows up. He like the knocks nitric, the Bunsen burner over, and everything just catches on fire. Uh, the place catches like a fucking bookstore. It's like <laughs> the whole thing's engulfed in flames <laughs> in seconds. I feel like his burns would have been way more severe based on the amount you of think? fire that was shooting out of that room. Why did you they make the, the chemistry classroom out of tinder? That's what you should wonder. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> mean the explosion that shot the door off the hinges? Yeah. The, the, like, it's like, yeah, Marty would have been dead. The film should have ended right here. <laughs> and you also dead. see the nitric acid at this point fall off this giant giant shelf and splash everywhere all the kids in the the gym which is like 20 feet away from the chemistry lab (laughs) run to see what's going on and look inside and marty's on the ground like half burned half acid eaten away grabs this like heated metal pole that's on top of him to try to pick it up burns his hand Screams this like amazing scream, and everyone's just kind of like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and then the movie time jumps. Yeah, this is without telling the audience. This is like some Final Destination teacher death shit. That's what happened to Marty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a giant Rube Goldberg. Cue the music. <laughs> but it's all based off poor decision making on Marty. So again, I feel for Marty. I'm not victim blaming Marty here, but at the same time, Marty, you gotta use better decision making. He just for- wants some friends. <laughs> He's just wet behind the ears, man. He doesn't know what life is yet. But he does now, because yeah. now he's disfigured. <laughs> but then it's time for the very common five-year class reunion. Now, it said five on the box, but I swear somebody said ten. Ten makes more sense. I thought it was but... ten also. Yeah, so I think the box might have been incorrect, but I'm pretty sure it was ten. Not on this masterpiece, are you kidding? <laughs> Until the box, I thought it was ten as well, but then maybe it was just our brains trying to apply some logic to this movie. <laughs> I think it should have been a 20-year reunion because they were acting like they were 40-somethings, like except for the guy that just wants to drink beer. No, there's some 40-year-olds like that, though. So. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, so, there, yeah, the movie time jumps on you, and then it's... Carol, who's the main female who tricked Marty into the bathroom, is like talking to some greasy dude on the yeah. phone. It's like it's meta her agent. Yeah, it's, it's meta humor. Hello? That you, Carol? Hi, Manny. What do you want now? Carol, baby, I just called you to say good morning and uh, have a good day, you know. Yeah, well, you have a good day too now. What do you want? Oh, do I want to be in a cheap horror movie? Ah, we're on to you. He's like, listen, baby, just take your top off. It's no different than the photo shoots you do. And she's like, I'm not doing it. You're not? Tell me why the hell not. Look, Manny, the guy's weird, the story's weird, and... And what? And you're weird. She she doesn't respond to that. She starts talking to her dog like, who's a good boy? Who, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, I like you. You're my favorite client. And she's like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the dog. And I was like, what are we doing yeah, here? Yeah, that part was weird. It seemed like they were trying to coerce her to do a porn film, to be honest, is what I kind of got it from it. I got more of a, like, kind of a cheesy B, like, horror movie where yeah, she's going to get topless. Like, okay. think think but, Friday the 13th. Like, thing. think this movie. That they- <laughs> <laughs> this, movie. <laughs> this was a real-life thing that happened <laughs> This was actually the casting, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They recorded that conversation and just played it. <laughs> 
So the idea from here is that they've all gotten an invitation for a five or ten year class reunion, and they're all going to go <laughs> meet up at the school. Uh, but it's all been a ploy by Marty. At first, I thought this was like the house on Haunted Hill, and it was like a ghost that sent these invites. And <laughs> the, the movie, high school's alive. No, I thought it was like Marty's ghost, because I was like, oh, maybe he must have died in the in-between time. Yeah, we're not sure but if Marty's dead or alive, he, except they tell us eventually that he is alive, but he's like, he was badly disfigured yeah. and disappeared, and they're not sure what happened to him. I could just be dumb. It's very likely. But I'm not going to lie. The ending of this movie confused me. Oh, no, it's, it's confusing. Okay. It's supposed to be kind of a red herring kind of like oh did this happen or is this what happened it's and like four endings tacked on yes <laughs> yeah okay. like they couldn't decide which one they're like what is confused just the shit put them all in just put them all in it'd be fun <laughs> so the movie at this point becomes your standard slasher movie one by one they're picked off by uh a guy in a jester's mask this part is actually pretty decent though all those kills i think are graphic kills were really amazing good. like the the one oh, we'll talk about the kills but yeah so they all go back to the high school it's closed down it is run down like it has been like closed for 35 years which is crazy because if this is their 10-year reunion, that yeah. school would not be like overgrown with ivy and weeds and like... And let's be clear here. If I, with a group of my friends, showed up to a condemned building, it's time to go to the bar. I have that same note. I was like, <laughs> why would you ever walk into a condemned building? There's no party yeah. here. No, not especially not at 27 or however old, old they're well, supposed if they're to be. five years, I assume they graduated at 18. They're all 23. It's the 80s, so they could have drank since they were 18. Yeah, why are they going to a fucking rundown building? No, it's fucking building? dumb. They should have went to the bar and hung yeah. out and had a good time, gone home. Called it a day. They would all have survived, but no. And they, did, they don't even think it really paused them. They're just like, this is weird. Let's go in. Yeah. You know, at some point, they meet the janitor, because that was my favorite part of the movie, because they're like, oh, hey, it's the janitor. He's like, I'm the caretaker. And they're like, what's the difference? <laughs> He's like, janitor's Janet. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That dude was just like, oh, man, that poor guy. But yeah, so they get inside, and then they're kind of like well, this is kind of crazy. It seems like no one else is here but us. Not questioning it at all. Um, everyone has their own life. They've all kind of established their own um, personalities. Right. Two of them have hooked up and are married, but one of them is going to cheat on it. It's, it's, like it's, right it's, a whole, it's a whole like standard 80s, like, you know, every character's got their own little backstory type thing. But so they get in there, they find these lockers and they open it up and each locker is related well, to them and they have an item that they supposedly lost inside the locker like whoa my shoes whoa they, my calculator when they get in they're like it says like welcome to your five or ten year reunion and they're like oh okay i guess we were supposed to break in and they just <laughs> totally buy it because there's like you know beverages yeah, and shit in. there yeah but they did not question at all that that was weird and then they open a locker yeah, which has got a rat in it and it's got a picture of marty ranson in it and um they're like, oh, Marty, you remember what happened to him? And he kind of that's when you get the exposition backstory of what happened or what didn't happen to Marty according to what they know. Yeah. And they don't feel bad about it at all. No, they're just kind of like, oh, so that happened, right? And you're yeah. just like, dude. They did not grow as humans. This movie would have been darker if they were all like, yeah, that was a really shitty thing of us to do. We should go apologize after this. No, this is a terrible group of kids and they all deserve to die. <laughs> they all became, and they became terrible, terrible adults. adults. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was one girl who was all like, do we ever know what happened to him? Like she actually like gave a shit for a minute. And they're like, nope. And then she's like, okay, let's drink. And it was like, wow. So, yes, one by one, they're all kind of, you know, going around trying to, you know, just kind of have a party, explore, be stupid adults, making dumb decisions. And they're all getting picked off by someone in a jester mask, which for the first time I saw this, I was like, why a jester mask? But I think it was supposed to be the school mascot. Cause they, wasn't, yeah, because they had the I just same. Thought it was an April Fool's. They had thing. the same jester mask at the beginning. Oh, it might have been just an April Fool's thing because it was at the beginning when they got him in the shower. One of the characters was wearing that jester mask. I just thought it was a cool mask. Yeah, yeah so I think it was probably related to the fact that the movie was going to be called April Fool's yeah. Day. So okay, like, so some, that's like, an, a fool mask. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. So yeah, they're going around picking people off. They um, get locked in the school and can't leave, so yeah. that keeps them there while they're getting killed. And one of them's like, you know what? Let's take a bath. Tell me that wasn't the most indescribable. Someone no. takes a bath. I mean, that's stupid. And then the yeah. people that go fuck, they're stupid. Yeah. And like, this is after they've already discovered they're starting to die. Whoa, right. guys, 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 slow down. If you're going to die, you can get one in real quick. No, I think you try to escape. And you don't fall asleep in a classroom like three of the others ones did <laughs> later on, too. Admittedly. The, the decision making in this movie, it was baffling. The bath alone was just like, yeah. Well, let's, let's run through the kills right now. Right. Let's run through the kills. So, so one we've guy got, drinks acid. Yeah, he's like, so the, it must have been a beer laced with some chemical and it blows his gut up. <laughs> that was really cool, though. Oh, that was the, Everything looked great. The, the kills looked great. 
Yeah, and then we had the female who decided she got blood on her, right? Oh, it was from the guy whose his yes. stomach exploded. Bloated. She got blood on her, so she went to go take a bath. Keep it on. Keep the blood <laughs> on you. And it is like a standing like four-footed bathtub in the middle of this random room. You're yeah. like, where the hell is that? That doesn't make sense. The fact that she would think that the bath in a rundown building is clean and all. It looked like the most disgusting bath on earth. I'm like, why would you get in there? And then she only fills it up to like her hips. It's not even a lot of water in that bath. Watch me throw something back in Mark and John's face here. Or don't watch me, but hear me. Throw <laughs> something back in Mark and John's face. Guys, they're in shock. Sometimes you're not making good decisions. That's a throwback to our hereditary episode where dumb decisions are made Hold and on. suddenly it's okay, but now it's not. These people are not in shock. They are laughing. They're having they just watched someone's dude, someone's yeah. stomach explode yeah, and open. And they're continuing to drink and fuck and yeah. not give a they shit. They don't react at all. Everyone deals with things differently, you guys. Nobody deals with Listeners, it like this. Listeners, back me up on this. Get on that social media and back me up on this. Hashtag Gare was right. No. <laughs> what we're seeing here is bad writing. Yeah. It has nothing to do with reasonable decision making. If it had been, oh, I'm going to go lay down in a classroom and process this, I'd be like, all right, I get it. If it's, I need to take the so world's the, so worst So the difference bath. is, is like if you lay there in shock, that's okay. But if you do anything else. Did she look like she was in shock? <laughs> no, she didn't at all. She was like, ooh, a bath sounds yeah. nice. She was like whistling, just having the fucking time of her life. <laughs> <laughs> Until yeah. the acid starts pouring out of the shower. Yeah. Which would have eaten through the pipes. And it melts her immediately. Oh, I've never so seen good, such a fast acting acid man. It was just fast, like, fast acting to neck. She's just a pile of bones, like smoldering yeah. when the, her friends find yeah, her. Yeah, like, good sweet, question. sexy bones. What kind of acid burns everything except bones and pipes? The good kind, the '80s movie kind, <laughs> the Marty kind, <laughs> the kind of acid you ride into your horror. Hey, he film. was he was a chemist. Maybe he found a new compound <laughs> or acid that we don't know you should about. Patent yet. that should be rich. <laughs> I'm gonna say my favorite kill is at some point they decide they're gonna fix a tractor. And I guess it's because they were going to run the tractor through the door yes. or something. And then while he's well, working the cars, on the it, cars are sabotaged. Right. They, so one of them gets outside and it's like, I'm going to go for help. But realize the cars are sabotaged. And one of the guys is like, I think it's like, oh, we can use this tractor. We can just drive that into town. It's in the, the garage workshop that this high school has. And so one of the guys starts working on that, and I think they're going to use it to to drive into town with it. Just walk, just walk into town, run into town, get away. But they from make that us school. think they can't leave, but then they keep going outside. <laughs> yeah, because well, right? yeah, one of the guys get one of the people gets killed outside by Marty. Like he's outside, and the the jester mask. So they're like, oh, we can't go out there because clearly it's like, yo. One of you is going to get caught, but the rest of you could get away. Yeah. Also, there's like 10 of you and one of them. By the way, guys, if we're ever in a situation, one of us is getting caught and the other two are getting away. <laughs> well, now we know. But yeah, he's uh, they've got the tractor raised up and he's underneath working on it. And then Marty comes by and just drops the tractor while it's running onto his body. And I thought that... It was like a lawnmower though, right? It was like a lawnmower tractor. Yeah, it had the blade on the bottom. Yeah, it was a lawnmower, yeah. not just a regular tractor. Fuck that but, guy up. Right. Dude, that was crazy though. That was probably my favorite kill of the film. We got to the people who found a bed, uh, a full-size, like, you know, queen-size bed in a school. They and did not think at all that that was weird. They're like, that's our fucking lucky day. Look at this bed. And one of them, was, and this is the, the girl who's married to one of the other guys. I think it was the blonde Stella. But yeah, the, then we have to watch the scene of them going back and forth. It's like, I don't know if I should fuck you because you're married to my buddy Steve or whatever his and name is. And she's like, nobody cares. Let's go. <laughs> she like, is DTF, man. <laughs> Yeah, but there's like so much focus on this character who seems to be insecure, and it's yeah. like, why are we doing this? What and does this have to do with anything? The whole time I was like, who the fuck is Steve? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one of the characters we just saw. All evidently. the characters blend together. <laughs> they're, all, they're all Steve. <laughs> there's not even a Steve in this film, by the way. <laughs> so they're fucking and um, or making love, if you will. No, they're straight up fucking. <laughs> yeah, they're straight up fucking. <laughs> and doesn't like um, the bed get electrified? Yeah. And like yeah. as she's like holding the headboard and fucking him like on top. She's like, oh, I'm coming. And then she gets, ah. And he's probably How'd like, go, I'm Mark? fucking rocking it. <laughs> I'm not Mark. So do they, oh, my <laughs> do they both die? I, I mean, I imagine. I'm assuming electricity can go through Because he, he eventually just fell off of her and then we watch her and her face turns black. Oh, that's burn. right. He did seem to like kind of get like knocked off like oh yeah. hey we don't I, see him again do we I, is he the one that gets axed in the face at the yes. end by accident oh is that yes. sam, is that sam? <laughs> sam? <laughs> you're just making up names at this point <laughs> you know roger that was a roger 
Oh, yeah, the, that the, what you should take away, listeners, is, again, <laughs> the characters are so forgettable. Like, there's so many of them, and they're just like, who Utterly cares? replaceable. They're, they're there to get killed, and that's the point yeah, of the movie. Yeah, you know, maybe he is the one. So he, later, he's the one to get the axe in the face. He's yeah. like, who, I survived that. And then they're just fucking, they just axe his ass, man. And I think the class clown gets strung up by a noose, right, yeah. in the middle of in the, the gym. gym. Yeah. Um, who's left? The lady, there's a, the There's mean. a lady who makes it. And she gets outside and ends up in like this weird like overflow storm drain drainage pit. Yeah, and, they and the water's right, filling right. up, and it's like you think she's gonna drown, and she drowns though, right? She drowns. I guess. Yeah, she yeah. falls in, and then Marty just really nonchalantly puts his foot on her face and then pushes her back in, and that's all we see of her. Yeah, yeah. that was that was one of the the weakest kills. But um, so it's basically Marty just slowly tracking down, and they kind of eventually realize like. I'm going to say three quarters of the way through. Oh, my God. This is Marty. This is his revenge. And then they set up a fucking rule for the movie right. out of nowhere for the, <laughs> the last The most third. amazing jump of logic I've ever seen. What do we do now? We wait. Wait? What for? Marty's got to show himself sooner or later. All we do is put our backs to the wall and wait for him. <laughs> Nancy, listen. It's dawn. April Fool's Day ends at noon. Marty won't hurt us after midday. I'm sure of it. He can only kill on April Fool's Day. Right. And, and it ends on noon? Yeah, noon. The next day. <laughs> so if so we just make April it to 2nd. noon. Yes, April 2nd. <laughs> is, is April Fool's a noon to noon holiday? I've never seen one of those. Well, that was one of the first things I asked. I was like, I kept... <laughs> I think time normally tells us midnight to midnight. I assumed so. Noon yeah. to noon. What country are they in? It's, well, the thing is, way. our calendars don't say April Fool's on the first and the second. Yeah. They say it on the first, and it's just kind of like, so wow. They imagine that fucking bullshit rule up. And yeah, they just pull us out of their ass like last minute. And that of. Made I, think this was, think I think this was a writing fix of like, <laughs> oh, wait, why does he just follow him home and kill him three days later? And it was like, oh, wait, maybe he can only do it at this right. time. And that made me think he was a ghost or something supernatural. I thought so too. Because, like, oh, he's <laughs> just a guy. <laughs> That rule has no bearing in at all. So and we never we never find out if Marty agrees to this rule yeah. either. It's just the the uh, logic jump that our characters make they that make are getting it picked up off. And they're like, well, he's bound by these things we just made up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like Mark can't eat my leftover food because yeah. he's only allowed to eat between six and seven. He's like eating it at nine p.m. Yeah. Like this is a good taco, dude. And I was yeah. like, fuck. I don't think they discussed it with Marty beforehand. <laughs> no. Like the rules weren't set in place when this started happening. Maybe there's a pamphlet that we didn't get to see that had it all <laughs> like, for him. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was in the email. No, there was no email in the 80s the letter no. however the the invite yeah. the courier pigeon to the reunion it oh, says it yeah, ends at noon the next day that would have made more sense or if he were supernatural but he's just a guy he could kill them whenever he wants that's the thing i couldn't tell if he had powers of any kind or if he was just like you know i've got some stuff here i'm gonna kill some people but he's literally just a dude who yeah. set up traps like he's the home alone doing what he can. he's like the home alone kid all grown up but fucked he's up the home alone that's kid. it <laughs> The Home Alone writers saw this movie and were like, let's make this rated G, and I think we have a hit. Put in Christmas time. We'll there make money. There you go. Does that mean the two people who are having sex with a wet bandits? Ew. Yeah. It could be. Gross. I don't want to picture. Now uh -huh. I'm picturing that. Thank you. All right. Let's bring this movie home. Uh, no, no. We got so much more to discuss. Hold on. We'll bring it we? home. But we have to talk I don't about. Have much else to we say. have to talk about the fucking song that plays repeatedly oh, throughout this whole movie. You want to know my grave mistake? My grave mistake is this fucking song. <laughs> and you're going to hear it right now. Yeah, so that song, and what's weird is the and then the laugh at the beginning. I could never tell if the laugh was part of the movie or the song until the very end. I was like, oh, that's part of the song. So I was like, who is laughing like this every time they play that song? It drove me nuts. They played it like five, six times in the movie. It and just it does kept not going. Fit. It does not fit any it's, scene except for the intro and the outro. I honestly think the film would have been much more enjoyable if it stopped interrupting me with that terrible song. <laughs> Harry Manfredini, you've done so much better. This is a blemish 
on your record. And sir. John, you had mentioned, I don't know if you mentioned it before we started recording or after, how you think that some of the uh, sound effects and sound was reused from Friday the 13th. Yeah. It totally officially was. Himself. Okay. And I just, I just checked it out. It's, he says much of the score in this movie was basically recycled from music he had done for Friday the 13th. Cause like I looked away and I, then I heard what I thought was, you know, Jason music and I looked over and I was like, Oh no, still the same shitty movie. Yeah. That's <laughs> so it tricked me. A significant portion is what it said. I was uh, conflicted in this film with bad music and then, music i was like this sounds better than it should be for this film but that makes more yeah, sense now rent this movie or this music <laughs> yeah that was really crazy um i mean over oh and there was also a like the whole like in the third act there was a section when they were going to the high school trying not to get killed and it was shot by nothing you couldn't see anything oh on the, the lighting was awful in this film there's like i uh, there was a couple points i was like did the tv go out i can hear it but did the tv go out because it was like yeah. so dark it's like they're going through the dark hallways of the school but then they'd go by a window and it'd be it would look like it was like eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> and i was like oh I, I don't know what time of day it is but it's not noon yet because he's still killing um john why don't you wrap us through the ending here uh, you were confused by it. Yeah, so, okay, the lady drowns, and then he, like, wakes up, right? He wakes up at this mental hospital, or is that later? Well, first off, after he kills the final person, uh, he stabs Carol in the gut with a javelin, yeah. I think. Like then the they all come are... back as ghosts. Oh, right. Oh, right. I for- oh, dude, I forgot about this. I forgot about yeah, the ghosts, Yeah, it was like, too. what is happening now? I watched this shit last <laughs> night, and I've already forgot about me? the part. Yes, me too, actually. They come back as ghosts, but they look like zombies. Right, and then he wakes up, and he's, like, fighting. He's, like, chained to a bed, and he's fighting. And Marty Ranson. Yeah, yeah, Marty. You're right. He is Marty in this case. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? So he somehow gets free. Then he kills a nurse, what I assume is now actually real life. So I think the rest of the movie was a dream. Right. So you, None of it happened. So right. you think it was all basically in his head from when he got burned and was in recovery at this hospital? Something like that. Because then he kills the nurse and then a doctor comes in and is like, what's going on in here? And then he gets fucking stabbed in the eye with a needle. That was terrifying. That was, yo, I, I was not like, like no, that part. not cool. Um, that, that, and then the movie just ends and it's like, oh. Did you say he was pulling a skin graft off his face? No. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah he did do so that like, part, too. It's like he's showing that I'm going to stay demented. I'm pulling off the fix. Yeah. Which so it, makes it, me not like him now, because they're like, oh, you're going to be fine. They're going to fucking plastic surgery you up. You can go live a normal life. And instead, he's like, nope, I got to go kill some people. See, I, I took it as this was this whole movie played out in his mind after the accident during recovery. And he was like, oh, that's an amazing idea. I'm totally going to commit to being crazy and go do that. Now. Maybe that's why he was struggling. He's like, I need to write this down before I forget my dream. <laughs> Marty Ransom was a psycho. And it makes the time <laughs> jump even more confusing because yeah. like, it's like, okay, now are we back? Right after the accident? Is this later? Is that been... five years, ten years in the future? Yeah. Right. It oh, did. that's a good point. It the movie needs to that. be a more precise on its But you know what? To be here. fair, they did go out of their way to give us... <laughs> right after that happened. So, God. Yeah, I... Okay, so I recommended this movie, and I really like it, because it is just too. so, like... It's so embodied of, like, the shitty 80s slasher flicks that just got to run rampant during the time. And I thought it had some really cool kills. So I apologize if this was a hard watch for any no. of you guys, but I really like this film. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just didn't necessarily understand it. There's a and, lot of confusing shit. There, and yeah. also, we didn't really touch on it, but the movie's tone just changes significantly at random parts. Sometimes it feels like it's played up like a comedy, sometimes like a like a gory horror. Sometimes they don't know what they're trying to do. I think that was that happened in a lot of like 80s slasher flicks, though, because the whole like, you know, like, oh, we'll have fun with it. And oh, that kind of yeah. came off. Because, you know, there's a lot of like, even as you mentioned, April Fool's Day, the other April Fool's Day, <laughs> that's a really kind of like the kills that we were like pretty messed up. But at the yeah. same time, there's a lot of like kind of jokey, fun moments also. Well, they did not pull it off well here. It just felt like whiplash. <laughs> I'm like, what are they going for? Surprisingly, like the the this movie where the kills don't end up actually happening in the other April Fool's Day film, none of those kills happen either. Oh, that's a good point. It was all a joke at her like house that she's going to turn into a mystery. I can see why they changed thing. the name yeah. now because this is there's a lot of similarities. Pranks yeah. in the eighties were not pranks. When <laughs> pranks I think these were crimes. Yeah, when I think of pranks, it's like small like annoyances, not life altering PTSD giving <laughs> events. Well, yeah, I was just like, was the eighties a time of boys will be boys? <laughs> I don't I'm gonna know. Get up man. to whatever. Man. Everyone who was a teenager in the eighties, I can only assume now you're a felon. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, you have a record, whether yeah. it's known or not. You committed felonies. So 
so real quick, what's the uh, the grave mistake? And also, we're going to switch it up this time. Starting going forward, we're also going to do a grave mistake. We're also going to do the thing that we thought it did best in the film. And we're going to come up with some stupid, catchy little name for that, too. But for the meantime... For me, I already told you, the grave mistake was the theme song. Uh, it was just so jarring every time it came on. I was like, oh, here we go again with this horrible, horrible yeah. song. Yeah, I would say lighting. Um, as much as I as much as much I liked a lot of what was in this film, I think if I could have seen more of it and actually had like better like visual on the screen, I would have enjoyed some of these moments a lot more. I wouldn't have drug as much. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, it was also jarring, but I think the song took me out of the movie more, but I totally agree with that. John? Where to start? Oh, no. <laughs> I would think it's probably the tonal shifts. I did not like that at all. And then, you know, I don't know if it's a mistake, though, because I don't know that the writers maybe even intended it. Maybe it was poor acting. I don't know, but that really yanked me out. Well, these sometimes. are English actors trying to be American, so maybe that's part of yeah. it, too. So maybe that like pulled me out even more than the song. This yeah. wasn't like, um, what was uh, The Mother? Is that the one that had the really terrible music? The Woman? Oh, The Woman. The Woman. Oh. But it had like that indie yeah. soundtrack, yeah. Was it, that's going to go up on a poll on yeah. Twitter. Like, which one's worse? I think oh, no, The Woman. The woman. Yeah. No, there's, there's no, so? no, we don't need you to vote anymore, ladies and gentlemen. We got this. No. The, the soundtrack on that was so jarring and so out of place at times that it definitely detracted from so the movie. This, this, was a, this was annoying, and I'll agree with you. That song definitely did not fit most of the places they played it. Like I said, the beginning and the end is the only time that that song should have played. Um, you know, learn something from Will Smith. You play the song at the end. But um, yeah, I would say the best thing it did, though, is really give us some unique kills. I thought those were really good. Some stuff I had. I mean, the, the lawnmower stuff I'd seen before, but like the hanging in the gym with the um, the javelin, the sex bed death. Yeah, there's some there's some cool deaths yeah, in this. I'll agree with you. I'll, and, I'll, and I'll say that that's, that's also the good in the movie, the variety. Yes. The yeah. variety of kills is very good. And the execution, though. I think the practical effects worked. You know, they were very 80s, and they were kind of goofy, but I think it worked for that style of movie. And let's give the editors some credit. This movie was tight. Like, it did not seem like that's there was any right. moments that drug on too long. It jumped around a little bit too much. I'd mostly but... agree until the end when they're yes. chasing Carol through the school. That took a while. But I think that's I think that's Friday the 13th 101 of like, we gotta watch that this part... guy chase this woman down for a so long time. So that chase was added and it was improv When they filmed this movie... Are you kidding? No. When they filmed this movie, it was only 70 minutes long. And they're like, shit, we need to hit 90 minutes. Oh so they... I would have preferred 70 minute cut. <laughs> so... Real tight 70 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So they added that the at least according to IMDb, anyone could go on there and type whatever they want. I'm gonna use that as truth that they went it's on the there. Actress. Yeah, she <laughs> typed in it. They went on, they they improv that whole shit to pad the length of the movie some. It doesn't surprise me. This movie does not seem like it could have been like a 90 minutes without like adding yeah. some stuff. But. For sure. I would I think it's okay. It's not my favorite. I don't hate it. It's it's worth a watch at least once, I'd say. I would add this to the pantheon of like terrible 80s slasher I wouldn't say terrible but like bad 80s slasher yeah. movies it just had a, a unique feel and again my favorite type of horror genre I'd recommend it as well I think uh, I wish it were free to watch it'd be better if it were free but um <laughs> oh this is, is one true. of the first movies I bought straight up like I hadn't bought like a full price movie nice. on iTunes in a long time and it's like well, luckily Marty it was... Ranson was a dork and I was like bye it's only <laughs> on SD on streaming too which is yeah they probably never up I know there was know? a Blu-ray release there was yeah okay wow well, you want the full experience? Go find yourself that Blu-ray. Otherwise, you're living in the past with SD VHS quality. You want to live financially responsible? Don't buy the HD release. <laughs> it probably looks better in SD, though, I bet. Yeah, probably. Well, anything else to add? Nope. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.